guys, it's Poonam with ADU Me, the podcast that focuses on bridging the gap and fostering a stronger relationship between parents and schools by empowering parents to become partners in their child's education. As we start this new year, I have to say sayonara to 2020 because it was probably the most challenging year for all of us across the board. From Day to day, we had no idea what we were in for. But even though it's gone, there were many takeaways that we had from 2021. One is that we learned how to be more flexible, more go with the flow. Another thing that I learned was technology. I had to figure out Zoom. I had to figure out my microphone. I had to figure all these things out, which, it, by the way, is really not in my forte. And I also learned that I needed to be patient. The one thing that I am not is the thing I needed the most in 2020. Even though I'm not a super patient person, I learned how to become more patient. There were positives in 2020, but thank goodness 2021 is here so we can actually look to a new year with some hope and some excitement and hopefully some normalcy. Whatever that looks like in your world, I hope that we can find normalcy this year. Every year, I choose a New Year's resolution or two to try and stick to. And like most of us, I pretty much fail by the time February rolls around. I might make it to March, but not much further than that. But this year, I've got some New Year's resolutions that I can sustain. And that's what we're doing this year. We're talking about how to be sustainable, how to make our lives more efficient. So this year with EDU Me, we're going to be doing a series. So each month, we're going to take a topic that is really important to every one of us as parents. And we're going to dissect it with parents and teachers and administrators to kind of give us an idea of how we can best be a better version of ourselves. And along with that, we're going to have a monthly webinar. We are moving our weekly edunars off the books and we're actually moving them into a module form. So each month we're going to be having this, this module under the umbrella of our Educademy. And we're going to be doing a deep dive into the topic of the month. You can get on the website at edu-me.net and you can sign up for our webinar where you will get a little more personal attention because we're not only going to be doing a deep dive, we're also going to be doing some coaching in there. So you'll get a little one-on-one -on -one as well. But before we talk about the topic of this month, I want to share with you what my New Year's resolutions are. Professionally, I want to continue what I'm doing. I am having a blast with my podcast, with my webinars, I am launching a new book here, hopefully by the end of January, which I'm very excited about, and I will keep you updated on 
as we progress. But I want to expand the content and the, the medium in which I am providing that content to you so that we can get a larger group together. And together we can move the pendulum. That is professionally what I want to do. Most of you know that I'm a runner. I'm a long distance runner. In 2020, I happened to have two foot surgeries, one on each foot. I've been kind of out of the whole exercise running regimen. But guess what? This year, I've got two good feet and my goal is to get back to running and back to my exercise regimen that I have missed so much. Exercise is a part of my life and I missed it so much while I was in the healing process. But I'm good as new and I'm ready to go. And then of course, my, my resolution that I put out every single year and I never make, well, I won't say never, I make incremental progress on, and that is to organize my life. Now, my life is pretty organized because my children are in school. They're not in school, they're in college. They're in college, so we're bound by their schedules, but they don't live at home. And contrary to when they were home, where I had a more defined schedule, this is a little more willy-nilly for me. So my quest for 2021 is to become more organized. And I don't mean organized in every aspect of my life. I'm choosing what I want to become organized in. So what I want to organize myself in is my work because I am very erratic in the way I work. I have things all over my desk, all over the floor, all over the place. So my goal is to have a clean desk every single night when I shut my office down. That hopefully is an attainable goal. And we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes as we talk about our very first series and its title. Like I was saying earlier, we tend to create New Year's resolutions in January, which makes sense since, since that's part of the new year. I'm going to introduce to you a New Year's resolution that I think we can all attain or at least be better at, and that is time management. We all have so much that's on our plates. We're juggling so many balls in the air, and we can always be a better time manager. We can always be more efficient with what we're doing and how we're doing it. That's what we're going to be talking about all month. And this week, I'm going to be sharing some of my tips for how to be a better time manager. Here we go. You ready? My very first tip for you is to plan, plan, plan. The more variables that we can take out of our schedules that are defined, the better off we are when those things come out from left field that we have to manage on the spot. So let's say, for example, you know that you have to make dinner on Monday night and you have soccer practice and you have to get to ballet. 
if you can plan your meal ahead of time, then when the dance teacher or the coach calls for an early rehearsal or practice, then you're ready for it. So that's what I mean when I say plan, plan, plan. We know the things that we have to do. So let's put that down and look at what that looks like. That way, when those practices, those unexpected practices or that rehearsal pops up that was not on the schedule, you're able to maneuver it without too much disruption to the entire family. So plan, plan, plan. The second thing I'm going to tell you is be reasonable. Be reasonable in your expectations. Somehow there's this perception out there that we need to be super parents. We need to don our super parent cape, super parent cape all the time. Guess what? We don't. Even Superman and Superwoman had a day off, right? They only wore their cape when they needed to. Other than that, it was just go with the flow. So keep that in mind. You have to be reasonable in what you expect out of yourself. That's going to be a huge factor going into 2021. When we're reasonable and we know that we can only accomplish X amount in a day, a week, a month, or even this year, it makes our lives so much more calm than when we have these unrealistic ex expectations and we are burning the midnight oil every single day. So what happens when you burn the midnight oil? You end up crashing, right? So let's be reasonable this year. Let's be practical. Let's be kind. Which leads me into the third tip that I have for you today. And that is to find some calm. Whatever calm means to you, find some time that is just yours. Whether it's reading a book for 10 minutes, whether it's watching something mindless on the television for a few minutes, whether it is taking a bath, going on a walk or a run or whatever it is, find your calm. And I know running and walking doesn't seem calming, but it really is because it takes you out of what's going on in the house and all the activities that we are having to manage. So anything that you can do for yourself is going to bring you calm. So that is a very important part of what I would like to offer you today. Find your calm. The fourth thing that I'd like to offer you is to reevaluate what your priorities are. Do it frequently because what's a priority for this week may not be so for next week. I will give you an example. When my daughters were younger, they danced. They were ballerinas. They danced every year for about 10 years in the local production of The Nutcracker. 
And the three weeks leading up to the nutcracker were absolutely exhausting because we had rehearsals nonstop. We were taking them food because they were in the studio for hours upon hours. Those weeks when we evaluated what needed to get done, obviously that's what we needed to get done, to take care of them, to make sure they were as rested as they could be, and that they were mentally okay with all the things going on. So that was one of the things that was high intensity. It was a high intensity period, and we always knew it was coming. What did we do? We evaluated that those three weeks were going to be chaos, and we were going to have to just be flexible. We're going to have to be able to jump when they said boo. What we did was that we ensured that on the front end and the back end of those three weeks was calm, as calm as we could make it. We were evaluating the schedule and we were able to adjust what was going on before and after so that when those three weeks came, we knew we were on. And we didn't do a lot before and after. So we knew that was coming every year. And we did that for each one of our children. Each one of our children had an activity that required some level of intensity periodically. So we were constantly evaluating. That's what I'm asking you to do. Just because your schedule looks like A this week, next week it may look like B. And then next month you may have C. It's a constant juggle and it's a constant reevaluation. But when you reevaluate, you again go back to number two, where we were talking about be reasonable in your expectations. You cannot possibly expect to have a high intensity week or weeks, and then compound that with something that's really not that important. Because all you're going to do is give yourself and your family a meltdown. So we have to be very cognizant of that. The last thing that I want to share with you is that we need to create a plan that is flexible and workable. Now, I know that seems like an oxymoron for most of you, and it certainly was for me when I was raising my children. What are you talking about? Flexibility and workable? That's not going to happen. But it can happen. It can happen. And it goes back to what we were talking about earlier when we talked about reevaluating our schedules and our priorities and doing it frequently. We as parents have the ability to step back and look at the whole picture and determine when we want to do things. Now, I'm not saying that across the board, but there are many things that we can. For example, let's talk about having to, let's say you have a house project. So many of you know 
that my husband and I moved into a new house in March, and we have lots of home projects going on. Then I had foot surgery, and then COVID hit, and then my kids were home for almost six months. Then they left again, and then they're back for another six weeks. The home projects had to be sidelined because it wasn't workable, and it wasn't a life-or-death situation. Now, I'm using this example because, well, that's kind of where, where we are in our lives right now is trying to get all these projects done. But I'm using it because it gives you an idea of how we as parents try to add more and more and more to our plate when we really can step back and say, you know, we can do that home project later. And that's okay. And your home project may be landscaping or it may be getting the cars washed or, you know, whatever, whatever you believe your priorities are. Is it a priority if it's causing you stress? And does it have to be done right now? I am the absolute queen of stacking activities that are not so important onto my to-do list. During the holidays, I loved to get this. You guys will appreciate this. I loved to pressure wash our driveway. Are you kidding me? Pressure washing the driveway should not be high on the priority list of things to get done. But lo and behold, I would do that. I would go and rent the pressure washer and I would just stay out there for hours. Don't ask me why. There's no explanation other than I felt like someone would judge me if I didn't. Knowing full well that nobody really cared if my driveway was clean. So that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying create a plan that is flexible and workable. Clearly, I did not have that strategy in place many times when I was hosting for the holidays or for graduation, birthday parties, whatever. That was not a strategy that I used. Hindsight's 2020, and so I'm offering that to you. It's okay. If no one is going to notice and it is not urgent, then I would say be flexible about it. You can always pressure wash the driveway in January if you so choose. And if you live in a warmer climate where you don't have snow on the ground. But it's not that important. Those are the five things I wanted to share with you. Plan, plan, plan. Be reasonable in your expectations. Find your calm time, whatever that looks like. Reevaluate your priorities and do it frequently. And then create a plan that is flexible and workable for you and your family. At the end of the day, that's the most important thing. I hope that you've enjoyed these tips that I have given you today. What I'd like to share with you if you are hopping in at the later part of this podcast is just do a friendly reminder on the back end here 
that on January 28th at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, I will be hosting a webinar on time management. We're going to be doing a deep dive into time management. We're going to take apart the pieces of our lives that take up our time. We're going to evaluate them and then put them back together so that we can have a sustainable, efficient, manageable, flexible, calm schedule. Please join me and invite your friends to join me on January 28th at 3 p.m. You can go to the website at www.edu-me.net and you can sign up there or you can always email me at theedu.me at gmail.com. I would love to have you join me. It's, it is our first module and I'm super excited to share my time management skills with you. I know that we can together make your schedule more efficient as well. And along with this particular module, I am also offering a 30-minute coaching session, just you and me, where we will talk about any specific questions that you have so that we can get any of your questions answered and relieve a little bit of that anxiety for you. So please join me. Again, I'm so happy to see you in 2021. I hope you will continue to listen and provide feedback because we are always looking for feedback so we can make our podcast better. And until next time, I hope you continue to stay safe and healthy and may 2021 be your best year yet. So until next week, take care. And remember, we are working together to educate all of our children better. See you then. Bye, guys.